What is up, y'all? Yeah, the comment section asks, is this really a thing? Are we really going to do a 145 in the morning? Noelcast Winston reaction. Yeah, we are. Just had to knock out a couple of ad reads for uh, for Nissan after after got done with cover three. What not gonna do one? Technically it's Sunday, but what a game, man. Are you kidding me? It, I look, I, where where do I start? I should start with this chat filling up with the live audience getting in here. I should start with some sponsor shout outs and some sponsor reads because I don't want to forget them. The awesome team at Legendary, 844 FSU Loan, the house I'm in now. Use them twice. Fantastic. More than 500 Nolcast listeners have as well. Matt Lewis at Congruity just does a tremendous job. Hit that link in the show description. Prize picks. Sorry, guys. I couldn't hit one for you today. I think we're still uh I think we're still pretty, pretty up on the season. Madso Township, Charlie Park, as always. Our partners at Homefield. Gosh, I hope I'm not missing a partner. It is it is kind of late. Long day. Whew. All right. We'll get to the playoff stuff in a second. You won the conference. How long have we been on this show talking about how you need to need to focus on winning the conference? You know, taking care of home before abroad, right? Making sure your own backyard is clean. That's what you did today. You know, you you found a way to go and win the conference. Hadn't done it about a decade. And it wasn't the way that I think a lot of us thought it would go down to the extreme that it went down, right? You had 219 yards of offense. You had a third string true freshman quarterback who you know missed time this fall with a broken finger. You also had a bunch of grown-ass men up front on defense who made it hell. You had a, a defense that I think really understood it had to play a high-risk defense. Maybe not initially, but certainly as the game wore on. Almost like uh, you know, if you're watching gymnastics or figure skating, and you're like, okay, now they're going to attempt a really difficult jump with you know degree of difficulty, whatever they scored on, you know, 9 out of 9 or 10 out of 10. You had to. You had so little margin for error in this football game. You had to play almost a perfect defensive football game. And you did. On cover three, I said this was the best defensive game that I can remember from, from an FSU team that had to have every single stop, right? I mean, you won by 10. Probably since, and if you're about my age or maybe you're a little younger or a little older, you, you remember it. You guys remember the the 05 Labor Day game against Miami? The was it 12 sacks, I think, uh Church and, and Douglas and all those guys. Um I, like this is probably the best Florida State defensive game I can remember since then. Just an insane game of defense against a pretty competent offense, right? Is, is Louisville's offense amazing? It's not, but it doesn't suck. Louisville's offense scores points in almost every game. Jeff Brom is universally recognized as one of the best offensive coaches out there. 
And you shut their ass down repeatedly. Physically whipped them. I think whipped them on a chalkboard too, for the most part. You know, I, I I'll I want to make sure I get to everything. I'm I'm sure we will, you know, get to more stuff throughout the week. And maybe something on maybe something Sunday as well. Man, I just let's start Braden Fisk. Nine tackles from a a, a defensive tackle. It's freaking nuts. Like, that doesn't happen. That's like a month for some D tackles. I know the guy lives in a boot all the time and, and they, they just kind of let him out of it for, for game day. Uh, but I mean, clearly he's a guy who's been battling some stuff. But like that level of quickness tonight, that that's the level of quickness that had people excited about him in the offseason. Like that, that's a, a difference maker right there. He hadn't played that way a lot of the year. He's played well, he hadn't played that well. That was special, right? Every every single run stop almost, I feel like. I'm seeing big number zero in there. And aren't you happy for him? You know, Fabian Lovett getting in there. Not always a tackle for loss, but a lot of times, okay, line starts. Oh, it just kind of stopped. Big zero in there, you know? Not, not, not having the line move. I thought you had some real elite play from your defensive ends tonight. Peyton and Verse, but also some unselfish play. Like the games they play as a unit, I thought were really, really nice. They knock guys off their tracks. They they completely screwed up some of Louisville's puller stuff that they wanted to do, which, you know, again, not, not a lot, but like they played the zone stuff perfectly. They created opportunities for, for the blitz. They really blitzed as a as a defense. As a team, we've talked about team blitzing a lot on this show at times and how like you know blitzing is is a team game. It was a very unselfish defensive effort tonight, I thought. Not a lot of like, you know, that type of stuff after the snap that was unnecessary, not a lot of you know late hits that could have been called or or you know, should have been called. I, I I mean, just hats off to them. Good God. And high risk, high reward defense. Not like they created a lot of turnovers, but they they really couldn't have uh, they, they could not have a lot of drives where Louisville was gaining twenty yards or thirty yards, and then punting because then your offense is in a real precarious situation. So you needed a lot of three and outs and a lot of very quick stops, and you got them. Like that's kind of what you need right there, guys. That was amazing. It was. It was wild. Linebacker play. Just physical. Really haven't haven't seen them play like that. Shoot. Not both of them at the same time ever. And even Lundy got in on the act. I mean, Tatum Bethune is covering dude step for step. Tatum Bethune's not a coverage guy. He's just playing outside of his skull after your punt team, which has been pretty great all year, shockingly gets a punt blocked. But, you know, if there's a defining characteristic of this team, I, I think it's this, they don't, they don't quit swinging, right? Like there's not so far, and we, we've seen them play, you know, a couple hundred snaps, maybe a thousand snaps. They just keep, they just keep playing really hard. Like there's not a lot of, not a lot of give up, not a whole lot of middle laps in there, not much. You know, it, it's just, they just 
keeps swinging. Hats off to him. Holy cow. If I told you that Florida State was going to have 225 yards offense tonight, I think that would have been a loss. You know, or 220, 219, excuse me. Well, they had had the, you know, had the loss of, of, of 10 with the two kneel downs. So call it, you know, call it 229. We'll call it good. That was insane. I mean, what, seven sacks on the night, 14 tackles for loss? I mean, that was a mauling. Brian Hudson won the ACC Blocker of the Year trophy. The ACC is going to repo that thing. You abused him. And that was that was wild. I think you you stepped your physicality up to a level that I don't really think Louisville could match, and I, I don't think they were ready to match that. I think early on you could tell it was probably not going to be a real high scoring game with you know with with how they were allowed to grab meaning they the corners but if you're going to play your corners on an island as much as Florida State did tonight and to be sure they did you know you can use some assistance from the refs in terms of not like hey they they called it for you one way and the other way the other side not not true i think both sides grabbed the hell out of each other but like you just kept them off balance. It never really looked like Louisville was comfortable. You could see what Brahm was trying to do. I thought he had some good calls. And yet FSU just kind of had the chalk last, right? On, on almost all of them. I mean, there's maybe what two open throws that he misses. Plumber, that is. Maybe a couple decisions he wants back. A lot of it was you just you, you sped that guy's clock up. Tick, 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 right? Not, not a guy that wants to operate with a lot of bodies around him. Not, not that many quarterbacks do, but I, I thought you really did a great job of speeding him up with your pressure, with your looks. It was big. And we talk about this, like, you know, the offense is very banged up. I don't think, like, I mean, the, just the gap between, like, how, how, how like banged up the offense is and how banged the defense is, is noticeable. Like, these guys are ripping. It's nice to have this unit real fresh this time of year. And, and you seem to have a lot of answers out there with guys who have that nice SR next to their name, senior. A lot of real experience there. Holding Louisville under 200 yards is, is sick. Hell of a job. I thought you had great balance in terms of when to bring it, and when to back off, you know, when, when to play man, when to mix in just a little bit of you know, some, some drop stuff, right? Fuller just had a nice feel in this game for how often he could go to some of these safety blitz looks. They clearly had something there that they liked. They generally timed it up well. And then later on, he got away from it, which honestly seemed perfect because some of the ensuing calls from Louisville were basically counters or things that could work. Not I don't use the word counter because you guys are going think it's counter, but like calls to counteract maybe a team that likes to bring a lot of safety stuff. Unbelievable job. I mean, Renardo Green played his butt off. I thought AZ played extremely well. I, that's a pretty good Louisville team. Not amazing, but like that was 
That was a destruction of that offense. You know, and speaking of offense, zero turnovers. Just didn't turn it over. You know, is that a good is that a good endorsement for what the offense was? No, but you did offensively in drives with the kick. Be it an extra point, a punt, field goal. I guess you did kneel kneel the ball at the end there. Brock Lynn, ball security. I thought was an underrated thing here. Louisville popped him a couple times pretty good, especially on that first drive where he just doesn't see that that that, that blitz coming out of the slot. That's a that's a place for a turnover, you know? Doesn't do it. Holds on to it. I thought that was that was really big. I don't know. Is 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 Brock just so young that the moment's not getting to him? You know, he just on the sideline, just looking, well, all like super happy and chill, and and not saying like not taking it seriously, but like just hey, stay in the fight. You know, soaking it up. You got to be so proud of this team. I mean, just. Just proud of them. You, know, you got a lot of guys who fight through stuff, a whole lot of stuff, and and they're they're certainly not they're not perfect. Some guys are, you know, not great, but they they do play pretty good team ball. And I mean, at this point, you're free rolling. Like they say, major league might as well go win the whole damn thing. That'd be cool. I'm saying. You got to be ready to play the villain card. A whole lot of college football is about to hate Florida State. A whole lot. Probably hated them more tonight. I was watching those odds to make the playoff. I don't know. How much you want to talk about Brock Lynn here? All right. They like Brock Lynn a lot. They're extremely happy they got Brock Lynn away from Ohio State. They're very ha- they're very high on Brock Lynn long term. They did not get Brock, Brock, Brock Lynn ready to play winning football in time to play this game. I think all those things are true. They did scheme up some stuff for him that he missed. They also schemed up some stuff for him that he hit. And then at times they got dropped, right? Like Keon dropping that ball over the middle probably changes the course of the game a little bit. Um, do I think Tate Rodemaker is anything special? I don't. I don't think the drop off, honestly, to Glenn is enormous. But I do think there's some level of drop off there, right? So. I think come playoff time, you need to roll the tape properly. 15 practices could help quite a bit. Maybe it helps Keon heal up a little more. You know, Bell, those guys who are are clearly, you know, pretty banged and don't have don't have that high-end gear right now. Um yeah, it it it's a third string true freshman, right? And he didn't certainly didn't help you, but he didn't kill you with the turnovers I, I, that's the thing i'll i'll say about that now he almost did for evaluating process the the one throw was horrendous uh, but you know I, I i think uh if you get if you get take 15 practices in you and your defense continues to play unreal 
Uh, and maybe you get some guys healthier who can win one on ones a little better for you. You know, then, then maybe you can, maybe you could find something. We'll see. At this point, I think you've accomplished every single goal that you set out for at the beginning of this season. I imagine Graham will have a pretty, pretty easy time fundraising for the battle's end to keep players around, you know, to, to really help with that player uh, retention, if you will. If you guys are interested in that, obviously I would, I would make sure and go check them out. I was enjoying this and I screenshotted it. The live odds to make the playoff as the SC championship game uh, ticked away. And I was like, well, shit. Am I just a crazy person? Like, did is there a big difference in talking about what would happen to Bama won or actually watching Bama win in certainly not dominant fashion? And they were uh, they were negative one thousand to make, so having to lay a thousand down to uh, to win a hundred bucks for Bama to make the playoff. And FSU was pretty uh, pretty far down the list that time. I was like, huh? Eh. I might have to take a little of that seven to one for Bama to miss the playoff because this feels like a bit of an overreaction. And slowly, guys, it kind of kind of ticked down a little bit. Ticked down. All of a sudden, Bama wasn't. Seven to one to miss. All of a sudden there were there were five. And then four. And then uh and then three. And Florida State's number started going the other way. And uh by the time we started cover three, after the Knowles won, Bama was plus money to make the playoff, meaning under 50%. And Florida State was negative seven hundred. So having to lay seven hundred to win a hundred if you thought the Knowles were gonna go. Look, does that mean that Florida State's going to make the playoff? No, it does not. These are low-limit betting markets. If you guys have ever watched like election markets, they ping-pong like crazy. So I don't know if FSU's in or not. I know what the committee normally does. If the committee follows suit like it normally does, which is give lip service to the best team, but actually just look at the most deserving thing, then FSU's in. But you have entire conferences that are ceasing to exist. You have teams that are winning conferences who should have advocates in the room, but I don't know if they will because like Texas is leaving the Big 12. Is the Big 12 really going to argue that hard to get Texas in? Maybe somewhat hard. They'll get their, their playoff distribution and rev share off it, but it's such a strange year. It's also the last year of the four-team playoff. What if they just said, hey, screw precedent. Most deserving, eh, whatever, like our, our our charters technically to pick the four best. Um, and Florida State's not one of the four best. Entirely defensible position, by the way, right? But if you want to go off that, we're just going to admit games don't matter. That's going to be a decision the committee has to make. Do the games matter? Maybe they do. Maybe they still do. Or maybe they don't, right? Do the games matter or do they not? If you're somebody who says this is like all just made up stuff by the committee every year, you may look really smart tomorrow if they pull something weird. Who knows? 
I kind of think the game should matter and the results of the games should matter. Otherwise, we should just hit sim to end, right? Let's just simulate the rest of the thing. Hell, why not play any games? I thought Booger McFarland had a great line today on ESPN. He said, what? Why not just have everybody walk off the bus? We'll, we'll just we'll just take a look at them beauty pageant style. All right. That team right there. Cool. Got it. So I, I think it's common sense. Like, is the Florida State team that's playing right now, are they one of the four best? No. That's common sense. Are they one of the four most deserving? Absolutely. And not even close. And the committee has always gone with deserving. So if it doesn't put Florida State in, that's a pretty major break from, you can't use the word precedent because there is no precedent. But it is a pretty serious break from what they normally do. I don't know what they'll do. I don't think we need to waste a whole lot of time tonight because it is 2 a.m. And this portion of the podcast is going to be largely irrelevant in about 10 hours. Which is why we're not going to go that much longer because I actually have to do a playoff reaction show tomorrow as well. I mean, guys, ACC champions. You think it's easy. By the way, congrats to Mike Norvell for winning uh, the ACC Coach of the Year. I don't think we got we got to uh, congratulate him last week for the show, but uh, that's not easy to do. Jimbo Fisher never won one, and Bobby Bowden only won twice. It's not just an FSU thing, by the way. Dabo only has two, and uh, and Mike Shashevsky in Duke basketball did not win the Coach of the Year during his final twenty years of coaching. So, yeah. Um, Thirteen and zero, you beat eight Power Five bowl teams. Nobody has more. Like you want to talk about like a week in week out? Are they always the very best teams? No. But they certainly don't allow you to have like to play really bad games and still win for the most part, right? It's a consistent challenge. I'm saying right too much. I apologize. What did shoot? I I should know this, but I, I didn't look. I, I didn't. I didn't look this part up. I wasn't sure I was going to do an instant. I, I thought about doing a breakfast show with Graham. Um, that's right. Yeah, Keith Gordon points out eight eight Power Five bowl teams does not count the Gators because well because you beat them. So uh, one month should get the team pretty healthy for a bowl game. Just going through some of the chats here. Yeah, I I think so. Right to so the guys who can be fixed with some rest. Probably helps a little bit, right? Washington was not another team that I think I had circled with that. Michigan, too. This was definitely the goal. Yeah. Um, undefeated. Who can sleep after that game? Brock did not impress. No, he didn't. I thought Brock would play better than that. I, I thought Louisville's defense was really cratering at the end of the year. And, uh, and they came to play. Like, Louisville's defense did not play all that poorly. I thought you did a nice job with some of your wildcat adjustment stuff. You mix, you mix your run schemes a lot, just trying to find anything. And ultimately, just the angles created with, with the extra blockers uh, was one of the deciding factors in the game you know, to create that. Um, you know, to, to, sorry, to create the extra gap 
that Louisville did not account for. Tofield busted out. That was freaking huge. Uh, getting Daryl Jackson in would be huge for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, games got played. Exactly, right? Like, Oregon was a nine and a half point favorite over Washington. Lost. You want to get in? Don't lose. Sounds easy. It's actually kind of hard. Pretty good tweet here. Let's see if I can share this. This is from a colleague of mine, Ben Volk, who covers Georgia. I believe he covered Auburn at one point as well. Let me see if I can get my tab open here. Is this? Uh, yeah. Am I sharing this yet? Okay. Hold on. Give me a second. And make sure I'm sharing fully here. Cool. Ben Volk says, Florida State isn't that great. Pulled away late from a 6-6 six six G5 team. Needed a prayer to beat a 6-6 six six rival. Three-point win versus a 4-8 conference foe. Lost by 10 at home. Oh, wait, shoot. This is my Alabama file. One second. Tremendous tweeting. That is, that is really, really good. Um... All right, people in the chat asking, is Georgia out? Yeah, I, guys, I, I think Georgia's chance is very, very low. I, I'd be shocked if, if, if Georgia was in. Um, I don't really know if you want to put a percentage on it. Is Florida State in? I don't know. Probably 65, 35, I would say, as far as being in. Yes, but again, like I don't know how you put numbers on this. Like there, There's a reason they don't take real big limits on this stuff. At the at least not at the books that I know that offer odds because it's like an unknown committee of people with some very unique circumstances, as I detailed a little while ago. Um, yeah, Eric says, Yeah, you've been saying all, all along George can't lose with that schedule. Yeah, like they canceled the Oklahoma game, Florida ended up tanking, Tennessee lost four or five games, right? Kentucky was not super impressive, South Carolina missed a bowl game. Georgia's resume just doesn't stack up. I I think Georgia's for sure out. If if I had to guess. All right, what did I, what did I miss for those of y'all who've been, who've been to, you know tuning in the whole time? That that was that was an exceptional game. It just it felt like every single defensive play mattered so much, right? Just with because you couldn't afford to give up anything basically. You know, like they they popped the one big run and they hit the one good screen. Other than that, not much. All right, really appreciate all you guys supporting the show. Linebackers are great. You definitely hit that. Um, uh, how lit is Ingram right now? Probably not that. Like, I mean, he's. I shoot. If if I wasn't working, like, you know, if if I'm if I'm fundraising, I may have one or two. But like, if I got to do shows, I don't really drink, you know, on the shows. Um. What happened on the block punt? I mean, they, they they clearly saw something with, with, with how you were sliding your protection, and they overloaded it and they hit it. It's got to got to give credit to Louisville on that. Cool. Uh, got some Gators fans in here. Joe Long says you don't deserve a spot. 
I don't, I don't really think that's actually the right uh, word I would use. Deserve a spot. Deserve? Really? Because I'm pretty sure if you look at like resume and things that you earn, deserving would be, uh, would be, yeah. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> yeah. It deserves the wrong word there. If you want to just say, hey, let's have a power ratings tournament, we could do that for sure. All right. Um, okay, that's about all I got. We will uh, probably talk to you all tomorrow as well. And uh, yeah, Joe Long, cry more. Sorry, man. Bye-bye.